0: Morning, good morning to God be the glory. Great things He has done, will do, and continues to do. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Today is August the 6th, the year of our Lord 2023. Means we'll be reading Psalm 6 and Proverbs 6 as part of the 31 day challenge. Of course, we also have our morning devotional where we read. Psalms 23, John chapter 3, and the Lord's Prayer from either Luke or Matthew 6. To God be the glory. It's just a great day. Every day is a great day. Every day you're allowed to wake up is a day for worship and a day for praise. There's also a the, day to think more of others than we think of ourselves. In fact, that was the verse today I looked at. Today, uh, Philippians two three. It said to do that. To look out for others more than you look out for, yourse- for yourself, right? Um, you know, when we hear th- verses, you know, about talking about God is great and God is good. Um, God is mighty. You know, that there's so much music made for those kind of, kind of verses, right? But when it comes to something like humbling yourself, thinking of others, nobody has any music direct for that. That's not something that, that's not the default setting of humankind, is to think of others before we think of ourselves. But that's what God is calling us to do, because guess what? He thought of us before we thought of, he thought of himself. He thought of us so much that he gave his only begotten son. And for that, we should show our eternal gratitude by how we treat others. You can't walk around here and say that you're Christian and then you treat others like dogs. Jesus even said something about that. He said, unless your, unless your righteousness exceeds those of the Pharisees, you will not see the kingdom of God." So let us think of others more than we think about ourselves. Let us focus on doing kingdom work before we focus on doing work for ourselves. Hmm. So um, let me play a little music, um, a little old song here. Beautiful song, help you remember. And focus on how Jesus will take care of things, just like we should take care of others. Jesus will take care of you, so you don't have to worry about. Oh, if I take care of somebody else, my stuff won't get taken care of. We know Jesus will do it. Constant my way. I have to cry sometime. Cry sometime. So I'm I lay awake at night, but that's alright, right. Jesus. Jesus, he will fix it, after a while. in my way, in my way. have to cry sometimes, sometime. will be in my way, you cross cry time. I, I lay awake at night, I lay awake at night. That's all right. Jesus. Jesus, he will fix it. Have a while, I'm sitting My trouble. way, Have to cry sometime. I'm to try. You'll be in my way. You'll be in my I lay awake at night. But that's all right. That's all right. Jesus, he will fix it. 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 Jesus he will fix it 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 Jesus, he will fix it. 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 Jesus he will fix it 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 He will fix it Jesus he will fix it Jesus he will fix it Jesus, he will fix it. 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 After a while. Hallelujah. Who will fix it? Jesus will fix it. Hallelujah. Mm. For God be the Lord. Nothing like some good praise music first thing in the morning. Get those rivers of water flowing in your life. Instead of looking out for the things that are going on in the world. How they depress you. How they discourage you. Instead, look towards Jesus and know He will fix it. Amen. Good morning over here on Wisdom. We got Peter. Um, Good to see you, brother. To God be the glory. Over here on stereo, still waiting for the family to show up. But to God be the glory. Just good to know Jesus will fix it. Mm. Jesus will fix it. All right. Um, again, it is August the fifth, the year of our Lord, twenty twenty-three. Let I me mean, start August six. I'm sorry. Means we will be reading Psalm six and Proverbs six after we get done with our morning devotional. Uh, God bless you too, Peter. Amen. It's good to help to be in the fel- I'm Sorry, it's good to be in the fellowship of fellow believers. Um, if there's anything you want to say before we get started, um, you're more than welcome to come on up to the platform. The door is always open. For God be the door. Oh um, man, I just think. We just serve a good, good God. It's just so good to worship Him. Um, and this is what we have to instill in our children, and our children's children, and our neighbors' children. All the kids that we know to have this love for God. This love for God will permeate their lives, it will knock out the selfishness, you know. It's human's default set, setting is to be selfish. Um, like even when I was reading about the verse of the day, that they, um, they brought up the example of toddlers. You don't have to teach a toddler to be selfish. A toddler will always say, mine, 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 mine. And you don't need to teach them that. But you do need to teach teach them how to be humble, how to care about others, how to look out for those Who have less than them. That's not our nature. It hasn't been our nature since we were kicked out of the garden. However, it is always God's nature. And He is calling us to take on His nature and to teach others how to take on His nature, which is through connecting with Him. And through that, we will learn and we will grow. Um, good morning again over here on Wisdom. Um, Jonathan, Jardim, Kim Alt, and Peter over here. Over here on stereo. I'm still waiting for the family to show up, but to God be the glory. Regardless, the great things He has done, will do, and continues to do. Um, I'm just glad that I can give God the glory and the praise. Um, We're gonna get started with the morning devotional in just a minute. Amen. Amen. So again, um, it's just so good to worship and praise the Lord first thing in the morning. That He that He even gave me a mind to put my my mind on Him. For that is something to give the Lord, because so many people whose minds are put on other things first thing in the morning. And I'm I'm so glad that God has put put it in my mind to praise and worship Him. And good morning, Charlie. To God be the glory over here on stereo. All right. With that being said, let us go into our morning devotional. Let's go to John chapter three. To God be the glory. All right, John chapter 3, and we'll start at verse 1. Let's go ahead. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, Unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? he enters a second time as his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Most assuredly I say to you, Unless one is born of water in the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is Spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the spirit. Now this is Jesus trying to reveal him the spiritual things. But he but Nicodemus can't quite get it, because you know, he's still stuck in his legalistic framework. Because he is a Pharisee So Jesus is trying to open his mind But because he isn't there yet This is what Nicodemus said Nicodemus answered and said to him How can these things be? So now Jesus opens up the kingdom to him Jesus answered and said to him Are you the teacher of Israel? And do not know these things Most assuredly I say to you We speak what we know And we testify what we have seen and you do not receive our witness. If I have told you earthly things, and you do not believe, how do you believe I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended to heaven, but he who came down from heaven, that is, the Son of Man who is in heaven. And as Moses, lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. The world believing in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. So we lift Jesus up. We lift Jesus up this morning. Everybody help us lift Jesus up. To the glory of God for the hope and salvation of your babies, your grandchildren, your nieces, your nephews, the children across the street, across the city, across the state, across the country, across the world, for the hope and salvation of the next generation. Hallelujah. Let us now go to the Lord's Prayer. Found in Matthew chapter 6. We'll read up a little head of it, the actual prayer. So we'll set the, um, the mood. Now, this is Jesus speaking when he speaks about this prayer. Um, Matthew 6 5, he says, And when you pray, you should not be like the hypocrites. For they love to pray standing in synagogues and on the corners of the streets that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in a secret place, and your Father who sees you in secret will reward you openly. And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think they will be heard for their many words. Therefore, do not be like them, for your Father knows the things you have need of before you ask him. In this manner, therefore pray, and you can repeat after me, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors, and do not lead us into temptation but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. And let us all together say, Amen. And then verses 14 and 15, put it all in perspective. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive me in their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. Just shows you how important forgiveness is. Because unforgiveness, I hate to tell you, is a sign of pride. So when you can't forgive others, you are saying that their sins are worse than your sins. So therefore, God can't do anything with yours. He has let you in your sin because you can't let go of somebody else's sin against you. However, when you forgive others, you are saying, you know what? Just as I sinned against God and I sinned against others, God is still willing to forgive me. It's a show of humility. What else is a show of humility? Recognizing who, who's the Lord of your life? And it actually helps you better with your humility. So when you go to Psalms 23. And we see the words that David. Wrote this song. That God put on his heart. That we can recognize. Who's really in control. Or to say it in more. Um let's say more wordly terms, who's the boss? I know who's my boss. His name is Jesus Christ. So I'm going to recite this song in honor of my boss. Or in this case, we'll call him my shepherd. And you can repeat it after me. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. For you are with me. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff they comfort me. Your rod and your staff they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You prepare the table before me in the presence of my enemy. You anoint my head with oil. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Surely, 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 goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord. Oh, for, for, to just today. No, 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 that's not right. I will dwell in the house of the Lord tomorrow. No, nah, that's not right. Mm-hmm. I dwell in the house of the Lord a year from now. Oh. No, nah, that's still not right. Oh, oh, I got it. I will dwell in the house of the Lord. For a few days. Mm-mm. No, that's not it. No. Oh, oh! I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever, forever. and let us all say, Amen. "Amen." Thank you, Jesus. So we ain't here just to linger with the Lord a little bit. We here. We here to sp- spend a lot of time. We here to. We're not here to get a happy meal with Him. Go through the drive-thru. Get get a little bit of word and and leave out for the day and think that's going to carry us. No, we're here to have a a five-course meal with the Lord. We want the appetizer. We want the appetites. We want the salad. We want the bread. We want the entree. We want the dessert and the, the wine of the Holy Spirit to finish it off. Amen. To God be the glory. So, being it is August the sixth, the year of our Lord twenty twenty three. Let us go to Psalm six. And this is a, and this here is a prayer that we can all use because we all have our moments where we've been in distress, where well, we've needed something, somebody. To help us. And this prayer here reminds us of who can do that for us. It's only the Lord. So it Psalms 6. It's subtitled A Prayer of Faith in Time of Distress. To the chief musician with string instruments on an eight-stringed harp, a psalm of David. And it begins, O oh Lord. Do not rebuke me in your anger, nor chasten me in your hot displeasure. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am weak. O Lord, heal me, for my bones are troubled. My soul also is greatly troubled. But you, O Lord, how long. Return, O Lord, deliver me. Oh, save me for your mercy's sake. For in death there is no remembrance of you. In the grave, who would give you thanks? I am weary in my groaning. All night I make my bed swim. I drench my couch with my tears. My eye wastes away because of grief. It grows old because of all my enemies. Depart from me, all you workers of iniquity. For the Lord has heard the voice of my weeping. The Lord has heard my supplication. The Lord will receive my prayer. Let all my enemies be ashamed and greatly troubled. Let them turn back and be ashamed suddenly. These are the ten verses of Psalm 6. I hope that all were blessed by the meaning reading of the words Amen so the floor is open if anybody wants to say anything about Psalm 6 um, you can come up to here on the platform either on Wisdom or Stereo or you can leave a message over here on Stereo or if you feeling a little shy you can always leave me a chat message and then I can read it for you to God be the glory. When I look at Psalm 6, it just lets you know that, yes, we're going to go through, it just reminds me of like, um, the song I was playing earlier. It was, you know, trouble in my way, trouble in my way, got to cry sometime, got to cry sometime, trouble in my way, trouble in my way, got to cry sometime, you got to cry sometime, trouble in my way, trouble in my way. Got to cry sometime. It's alright. You know why? Jesus, He will fix it after a while. Why? Because He knows we're in distress. So David knew to look towards the Lord when he was in distress. He didn't run to men and say, Oh, woe is me. Oh, woe is me. Instead, he went to God. And say, you know what, this situation, I can't figure it out. I got too many enemies coming against me. I got too much stuff in my life. I, I'm buried under my own sins. I'm hurt so bad. that I'm literally, My bed is so wet that I can, I can do a couple laps in my bed. My couch is soaking wet from my own tears. That he basically his eyes are just withering away because of the grief that he's going going through and all his enemies. But he recognizes that when he puts his trust in the Lord, he knows that the Lord will hear the sound of his weeping. He will hear him plead not to him and receive his prayer. Let me ask you a question, everyone. Is there something in your life? That's causing you so much grief. I just want you to think about it. Um, let me just do a quick roll call. Over here on stereo, I got um, Charlie Sprinkles. To God be the glory. Over here on wisdom, we have TM, Kim Alt, Jonathan Jordan, and Peter. To God be the glory. But yes, it's remembering that no matter what we go through, as long as we continue to put our faith in the Lord, He will deal with the problem. Will He always deal with the way that you want to? Absolutely not. You know, a lot of times we pray for things, but it's not in God's will, even for good things, even this Unselfish is praying for a church brother or a church sister to be healed They might not be healed unfortunately they might even die But when we pray let us understand that God has will and his will will be done That we need to remember though, and this is very important That when we pray And we pray for spiritual things. That God. Will deliver them to you. As long as you pray in them. In his will. And you submit to his ways. That he will. Take care of you. He will give you the grace. To deal with any situation. Even if the situation. Physically doesn't change. Maybe you got a cancer diagnosis. The chemotherapy is not working. But he will give you the grace to deal with the situation. Your child has been wayward. You've been calling them to come home and to come back to God. But they don't listen. And they instead getting in more and more trouble. He'll give you the grace to deal with the situation. So just know that he will answer your prayers. Just not always the way you want him to. But regardless. he As long as you keep faith. He will give you the grace. To deal with anything. If anybody else has anything they want to say about Psalm 6. You're welcome to do so. If not. We'll head on to the second part of our morning. Of our 31 day challenge. And go to Proverbs 6. To God be the Lord. Proverbs six. Oh, before I get in the Proverbs six I got a message. Charlie Sprinkles. Grand rising to you, brother. Grand rising. Well let me clear that up for you There's two ways to look at that question One Yes God did provide for us Certain herbs and everything God gave us faith to have in him But our God also told us that we would be sick There would be troubles as well So even with taking the herbs that God t- told us to take There's no guarantee that healing will come physically but we know as long as we keep faith in him healing will come spiritually and a lot of times that's the real problem that the physical problems that we see are actually shadows of the spiritual issues that we have but also let let us not get things twisted just because things are man-made doesn't mean they're not necessarily God-inspired there are God created all the earth, and He gave us the creativity to deal with certain situations in certain ways. Now, how far to take it? Um, That's why we have to pray and speak to God constantly so we know what what, what to take and what not to take, because yes, there are certain things we don't need to be taking. Or certain things we only need to take at certain times. That's why God gives us wisdom and discernment. Amen? Hold on. The herbs were made by God. And he said it was for the healing. Yes. Not possibly. <laughs> it possibly for the healing. Okay. It will heal you. Mm-hmm. It's made by God. He's got the medicine here for us. For what we do, uh, get saved. you know what I Hey, mean? to God be the glory! All right, on to su- on the proverb six, subtitled "Dangerous Promises." It begins, my son, if you become surety for your friend, if you have shaken hands and pledged for a stranger, you are snared by the words of your mouth. You are taken by the words of your mouth. So do this, my son, and deliver yourself. For you have come into the hand of your friend. Go and humble yourself. Plead with your friend. Give no sleep to your eyes, nor slumber to your eyelids. Deliver yourself like a gazelle from the hand of the hunter, and like a bird from the hand of the father. Go to the ant, you sluggard, Consider her ways and be wise. Which, having no captain, overseer, or ruler, provides her supplies in the summer and gathers her food in the harvest. How long will you slumber, O sluggard? When will you rise from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall your poverty come on you like a prowler and your need like an armed man. A worthless person, a wicked man, walks with a perverse mouth. He winks with his eyes, he shuffles with his feet, he points with his fingers. Perversity is in his heart. He devises evil continually. He sows discord. Therefore, his calamity shall come suddenly. Suddenly he shall be broken without remedy. There are six things that the Lord hates. Yes, seven are abomination to him. A proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that are swift in running to evil, a false witness who speaks lies, and one who sows discord among the brethren. My son, keep your father's command, and do not forsake the law of your mother. Bind them continually upon your heart. Tie them around your neck. When you roam, they will lead you. When you sleep, they will keep you. And when you awake, they will speak with you. For the commandment is a lamp, and the law is a light. Reproof of instruction are the way of life. To keep you from the evil woman, for the flattering tongue of a seductress do not lust after her beauty in your heart nor let her allure you with her eyelids for by means of a harlot a man is reduced to a crust of bread and an adulteress will prey upon his precious life can man take fire to his bosom and his clothes not be burnt? Can one walk on hot coals and his feet not be seared? So is he who goes in to his neighbor's wife. Whoever touches her should not be innocent. People do not despise a thief if he steals to satisfy himself when he is starving. Yet, when he is found, he must restore sevenfold. He may have to give up all the sustenance of his house. Whoever commits adultery with a woman lets understand. He who does so destroys his own soul. Wounds and dishonor he will get, and his reproach will not be wiped away. For jealousy is a husband's fury. Therefore, he will not spare it in the day of vengeance. He will accept no recompense. Nor will he be appeased. Though you may give many gifts. These being the 35 verses. Of Proverbs 6. I hope that all were blessed by the reading of the word. Again the floor is open. If anybody wants to say anything on Proverbs 6. You are more than welcome to do so. To God be the glory. Ah, uh, this is a very heavy proverb because it has uh, quite a few sections with quite a few bite bits of wisdom to go in. First, it says something very simple that even that Paul even said. He said, "Don't make vows to others." He said, "Let your yea be yea and your nay be nay." So the first five verses are about that. Don't be making promises Because if you do You put yourself in big trouble And now They're telling you You need to find your way To be released from that promise Because the Lord Takes vows very seriously That's why he doesn't want you to take vows Well he doesn't want you to take vows period Not even to him the only vow I would say that you take to him is a marriage vow, because vows are dangerous because you open yourself up to bless to a curse thing. if you don't fulfill that vow, you are cursed. And that's just something we need to be careful with. Then we. Look at um, verses 6 through 11. It tells you about being stupid because you are lazy. And it says that when you do so, and you're lazy. Good morning, Ambassador. Great to see you. We're, in Pro- we're in Pro- going over Proverbs 6. So being a slugger, being lazy, will cause you a lot of problems. So in this proverb it tells us to, to be like the ant, who when when times are going good knows to gather up for the tough times. Because when you don't, then you put yourself in a world of trouble. So let us not be lazy, but let us be industrious. Both for ourselves, but most importantly for the Lord's. Then when we look at 12 through 19, it talks about that wicked man. The, it, it, look, just look at look how bad it speaks about him. Worthless, wicked, perverse mouth, winks eyes, shuffles feet, perversely in the heart, souls discord, And when you sow discord, guess what you're gonna reap? Calamity, and that you'll be broken without remedy. And then it shows you these six things that the wicked, that 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 the wicked. or sorry, actually, the seven things that Lord hates: a proud look, lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood heart devises evil plans feet that are swift to go to evil one who speaks lies and one who causes trouble amongst the brethren the Lord hates all those things you would say if you would take that back to Galatians chapter 5 these will all be works of the flesh then verses 20 to the end of, end of the chapter talks about the peril of adultery now when you look at this this adultery is not just the evil woman who who um, tries to draw you in but this adultery is actually more about running away from God about listening to what the moral people around you will say. Because they'll trap you. They'll flatter you. They'll show you the good things in life. And if you pay attention to it, then you're going to get what verse 26 says. For by beings of a harlot, a man is reduced to a crust of bread, and adulterers will prey upon his precious life. You put yourself in deep, deep trouble. And then the next couple verses show that you can't play with fire and not get burned. So it says if you you grab fire and bring it to your chest, won't your clothes get burned up? If you walk on hot coals, won't your feet get get burned up? Then compare that to somebody who goes to his neighbor's wife. He said, whoever touches her shouldn't be should not be innocent. Then 3031 it talks about the thief. And even if he's stealing it just because he's starving. Even if he gets found out, though, he must restore sevenfold. And that he might have to give away everything he got because of it. And we see that. Even when you steal for need from a store, right? They catch you. The fines and the restitution they put on you is going to be way more than what you took from the store. Then verses 32 to 35 are specific about committing adultery with somebody's wife. And when you do that, you destroy your own soul. And it says for jealousy... Is a husband's fury, and he will not spare the day of vengeance. No matter how much gifts you give, how many I saw it. He ain't accepting nothing. He wants vengeance, and that's why we have to stay away from that immorality of sleeping with other people's spouses. Because doing so is very dangerous. Just like when we seek after other gods and commit adultery against our Father. It's very dangerous. Because it leads to destruction. Alright, if anybody else has anything they want to say about Proverbs 6 or Psalm 6, you're more than welcome to do so. Uh, let me do a quick roll call though. Over here on Wisdom we got Penny Frampton, we got Chuck, NGY King, Queen of Swords, The Great Kisuni, TM, Kim Alt, Jonathan Jordan, and Peter. Over here on Stereo, we got Ambassador Davis and the Queen of Wands. And Charlie and Springer just popped back up. Again, the floor is open. If anybody wants to say anything about Psalm six or Proverbs six, you're more than welcome to do so. Um, One mind hearing a nice greeting from you, Ambassador. To God be the glory. We've done it as commanded. Um, of course, there is room for improvement. Just have to thank the Lord for. Give me another day. Um I think I wanna play that song again. That I started off um, the service with before we leave. Put me in my way. I have to cry sometime. Gotta cry sometime. Put so in my way. Sometimes they awake at night. That's all all right, Jesus, Jesus, He will fix it. After a while, coming my way, have to cry sometimes. I'll lay awake at night. Right, Jesus, Jesus, he will fix it. And will after a while. In trouble, I cry I I lay awake at night. That's yes, alright. Jesus, Jesus, he will fix it. 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 Ambassador. And in the last verse of Proverbs 6, that would be Christ, Isaiah 54, we're married to before we are married to anyone else. That would be Christ at that day, at that day, if we keep playing adultery, committing adultery against Him. Amen. Charlie Sprinkles. First Sunday in August, Psalms eighty-two, and I think John ten thirty-four. I think our Lord God is a son. Peace. Mm. John ten thirty-four. Jesus answered, "Oh, uh-huh." So much he reveals through the, through these psalms and and also in the gospels. So much. To God be the glory. Mm-hmm. Amen. I, I I see where you're going at there, brother. I see where you're going at, John. To God be the glory, though. Alright, we've done it as commanded. There is room for improvement. Um, we've gotten up to 14 over here on Wisdom. Um, we got Jason Akashaman, Yvette, just followed you, Yvette, Terry, Chuck, Truly Julie, Anthony R.F., Penny Frampton, Andrew Queen of Swords, The Great Kasuni, TM, Kim Alt, Jonathan Jardim, and Peter. Over here on Stereo, i got... Charlie Sprinkles and Ambassador. Any last words anybody has before I close this out of prayer? If not, our hearts and minds clear. Oh Father, we just thank you, Lord, for another Sunday of giving us, the beginning of another week. We offer this day, O oh Lord, as a sacrifice to you. We ask that you make it holy and acceptable. We ask that you, O oh Lord, bless this day. And bless everybody who observes your pre- precepts. Everybody who follows your way today. We thank you, O Lord, for this word that you have given us, O Lord. in Psalm 6 letting us know that no matter what calamity we go through, that you are there for us. And in Proverbs 6, let us recognize that we need not to be lazy. That we need to work, oh Lord, to take care of what you said to take care of. Take care of kingdom work. That we need not to make false vows, the, the promises to others that we should not make. And that we should stay away from all immorality. We ask for forgiveness of our sins, those we did knowingly and unknowingly, oh Lord. And to help us to forgive others, oh Lord. For as it says in Matthew 6, 14 and 15, that if you don't forgive men their trespasses, neither will forgo- your Father forgive your trespasses. So we ask you to continue to keep us, continue to hold us close in your bosom, O Lord, to continue to rebuke the devourer for your name's sake, Lord, that we will be able to follow you without distraction. I just want to thank you, O Lord. We glorify your name, O Lord, for your great and almighty God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. We'll close out with Psalms 19 14. Let the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my strength. in my redeemed. I just want to thank you so much for joining us this morning. Oh, that everybody has a lovely, blessed, oh Lord, blessed day. May the Holy Spirit continuously flow into your life. And, be, and stay at GPS so that you can follow the path that Jesus put in front of us. Back to the Father. Hallelujah. Everybody... Have a wonderful, wonderful and blessed day.